What's up traders, this is Morris from Edgewonk and Tradesiety, your host of the Inside the Edge podcast. Today we will talk about how to make 2024 your final breakthrough year in trading. And of course this is timeless advice. If you are listening to this now or a year later or 10 years later, it will still hold true. So whether you've been trading for two years or for 10 years, wouldn't it be nice to know that all your efforts will finally pay off. For this to happen, you must first realize that life, like trading, is a game of chances. We always act on incomplete information because no one can see the future. Choosing between careers, friends, life partners, living location, etc. They are all gambling. Hopefully informed gambles, but gambles nonetheless. So just as for every trade we take, where we want as much confluence as possible to stack the odds in our favor, we must do the same thing in life. Now, I strongly believe that trading only amplifies what is going on in your life. If you have everything in order and life is going smoothly for you, so will your trading. But if, on the other hand, your life is in total chaos, this will make your equity curve tank brutally as well. So, to create trading success, we absolutely must not only stack the odds in our favor when it comes to the individual trades, but also especially when it comes to our processes, routines, beliefs and habits. We need to create an environment that supports us and even lifts us up instead of trying to trade out of an environment that constantly drags us down. And that is how you make 2024 your breakthrough year. Not by learning more about technicals, learning new strategies or switching asset classes. No, no, no. By creating an environment that makes it impossible for you to fail, will you succeed? And now we are going to learn how to do just that. We start like Mr. Miyagi, who lets Daniel-san clean the dojo before anything else. Basics. That is why, firstly, you will need a proper workplace. A big, tidy desk in a quiet room. On my desk I have notebook, pen, keyboard, mouse and monitors. That's it. Zero distractions. The same is true for my digital workplace. My desktop is empty. Your inner world reflects your outer world. And vice versa. Thus, this is imperative and usually easy to do. When you do your trading routine, close the door, put on some headphones, listen to classical music or anything else that calms you down and makes you focus, ideally without vocals, and get into the zone. Once your physical and digital workplaces are cleaned up, it is now time to clean up your trading routine. You want absolutely nothing to be random. Every single day of the week you know exactly what you do and when you do it because you wrote a schedule and you stick to it. Come hell or high water. If nothing else, trading is a rabbit hole and you can absolutely lose yourself in it. There are multiple asset classes, thousands of assets and millions of trading strategies with billions of indicators. Good luck if you think you need to know it all. Again, focus and prioritize. You want to define what assets you trade, what strategy you trade, when you trade, and I mean the exact time window here, and what days you trade. You want to know when you do your market preparation, your actual trading routine and your journaling and review. No matter what. Create a framework that you can stick to. Make it realistic so you can follow through and don't fail after the first three days because you can't spend time with your family anymore. It could look like this. Monday I don't trade but I do my weekly prep in the morning from 10 to 11. Tuesday to Friday I am at the computer from 7 to 11 a.m. I do my pre-trading routine from 7 to 8, I trade from 8 to 10, and I review and journal from 10 to 11. 
it is vital to have this in place and stick to it because it is so easy to get lost in the charts and waste lots of energy and time on futile exercises, be it making up a previous loss or just wanting to trade more for entertainment. Which brings me to the next point, active and passive risk management. Define how much you risk per trade and why. How many losses can you take before stopping trading on the day, week and month? What is your maximum drawdown? What do you do when you reach that level? These are important questions to ask before you ever put on a trade. More about this in a later episode. Another part of your actual physical environment is your partner and family. They need to be on board, especially if you live with them. Tell them what you are doing and when you are doing it, and that you do not wish to be disturbed, only in emergencies. Make them understand the basics of trading and why it is so important for you to succeed at this. They will get it if they are reasonable. If they are not, you have a choice to make. Trading or them. That's just how it is. And that's fine. Of course, instead of trying to be a day trader, you can always become a swing trader, which in general is a more family-friendly lifestyle for people with day jobs. And of course, your peers have a huge impact on you as well. Make sure you hang with the right kind of friends or it will be incredibly hard for you to succeed. Another vital part of environment is your body. Keep it in shape, eat healthy and exercise an hour per day. Meditate, spend time in nature, do whatever rocks your boat. For me, that is motorbiking and surfing. Find your personal pressure vent. Make use of it whenever you can. Mental capital is all we have. Once depleted and you end up in burnout, it will take months and sometimes years to return, if ever. Mental and physical health is nothing to joke about. Take care of yourself, because without your health, you will never make it in trading. Next up is proper goal setting. The most efficient method I have found here is quarterly goals. In my opinion, Yearly goals are too far out, but 90 days is a foreseeable time window. It is enough to grow new habits, let old habits die, and even change the whole trajectory of your life. So instead of yearly goals, I typically have five life goals. These life goals are what I put all my energy into. They are my why that lets me endure anyhow. At each quarter, I make tangible, process-oriented goals that bring me closer to those life goals. And then I break those down into monthly, weekly and daily processes and tasks and schedule them. That's how it's done. You will make constant progress that way and you will have no choice but to be brutally honest with yourself if you miss your own deadlines. At the end of the quarter you then reassess and readjust. You want to know what you are doing, why you are doing it and when you are doing it. What are you trying to achieve? This is a killer method for anyone who procrastinates by the way. Use it. At night, before sleeping, you then review what you're going to do the next day. This will prime you and you will waste no time after waking up. You don't question, you just do. That is how winning is done. And if your routine does not work, you can always readjust at the end of three months. But first you need to actually try. Just do it. Trust the process and follow through with it. Just for three months. And the last thing I want to talk about is friction. Create an environment that gives you as little friction as possible. For example, if you want to go running in the morning, you have your alarm clock in the kitchen, so you need to get up to turn it off. And then in the kitchen, you have your running shoes waiting for you. You can sleep in your running gear too, if you are an exceptionally hard case. For trading, that means definitely having a journal that makes journaling as smooth as possible. Of course, Edgewonk is your number one choice, and you also want to have your trading rules, checklists, etc. easily accessible, so you can review them before every trading session, which I highly recommend. Another thing I love to do is to look at my AAA trades with the chart book function in Edgewonk before starting a trading session. This gets me pumped and my pattern recognition primed so I know exactly what to look for. 
It's like oiling a machine to ensure it's running smoothly. Reducing friction is huge if you implement it properly. There are hundreds of ways to do that, just be a little creative. If you follow all of these steps and create an environment that really pushes you forward, I guarantee you that you will reach your goals this year and maybe even overshoot them. There is no question about it. I recommend Willpower Doesn't Work by Benjamin Hardy for further reading. Check us out on edgewonk.com and tradesiety.com and follow me on Twitter or Instagram under the handle MoritzCZU. That's M-O-R-I-T-Z. C set you. Sorry for my voice today. I'm a bit sick. I hope it will be better next week. All the best and I will talk to you then. Moritz, peace out.